One, two, three, let's go. Little mama, show me how you move it. Yeah, put your back into it. Do your thing like there ain't nothing to it. Welcome back to another episode of Disco Inferno, the podcast. And I am so happy to be here today. It's been a while. I am Sam, your host. Alongside me is Logan, as always. How we doing, baby? We are doing good, as always. You know, good to be back in the booth. Um, it has been, you know, we've been getting a little slower with our recordings lately, but we're busy men. What can we do? We are busy men. And, you know, sometimes when you get rolling, roadblocks come up, but you know what happens? It's a minor setback for a major comeback. And here we are. We're on the comeback. You know what McConaughey says? Sometimes you get the yellow lights and then you have to wait for the green light. It's just a matter of time. We've been hitting a couple yellow lights here and there, but guess what? Eventually, they do turn green. That's right. Ways take me a different way. So, you might be asking, okay, so we have no idea what your recording schedule is like, everything like that, Sam and Logan. What do you mean? You've been busy, whatnot. Well, it's been probably two weeks since we last saw each other when we recorded the last Double Date episode. Yeah, somewhere around then, I would say. And it has been quite an eventful couple weeks for the both of us so to give you guys kind of a background on the next couple episodes we do plan on bringing one of the girls from the last double date onto the podcast the other girl she did say that she is a little nervous well actually i don't know what exactly she said but she told the girl that i've been talking to if she wanted to come on the podcast and she was saying that she didn't feel that comfortable coming on the podcast which is totally okay yeah i mean honestly i'm surprised that we've I mean, out of the first two dates, three of the four girls have been willing to come on, which is, that's betting a high percentage. We do things big over here. You know how it is. We're trying. We're trying. Sometimes you swing and sometimes you miss, but, you know, our batting average right now, it's pretty high. Listen, at least we're at the plate, you know? Oh, yeah. Some people don't make it out of the dugout. Yeah. We're starting. We're not warming the bench right now. I don't know. Put me in the game, coach. Yeah. I'm ready to play, baby. That's facts. Shout out Centerfield by John Fogarty fire song yeah what a song what a song i'm gonna talk about that song in a couple episodes from now because it has a weird moment in my life a couple weeks ago but we'll explain that episode when that comes but yeah so pretty much we're gonna bring laura on the podcast and we're trying to figure out what day that she can come down and record with us so this is a little episode just to keep the juices flowing you know we do this for the people right we're out here for you guys so we got to make sure that we supply the people with what they want. It's simple economics, supply and demand. That's right. I'm not sold that the demand is there, but we've got we've got some people listening. It's actually kind of funny. I was going through a lot of our analytics the other day, and we only have like 50-something Instagram followers, but we're, we're getting close to almost 100 regular listeners. So I don't know where these listeners are coming from, but we, we're getting there. Yeah, I think what we've, I like the geography analytics. What we've got like random countries popping up, probably bots. It could be. We actually, surprisingly, aside from us in Cambridge and me down on the Cape, our biggest territory right now is New York City, which is kind of intriguing to me because I don't really know anyone in New York City. Yeah, I, I like, I know a handful, but not people that are listening to the podcast. We got like two listeners over in India, like two listeners in. Italy as well. So 
Shout out to the bots. Thank you. You could say that we're going worldwide. Over no, here. but we do have. I think. I think we have a decent chunk of repeat listeners. Oh yeah, for so, sure. But we appreciate each and every one of you. And if you're listening to this, you may also be watching this because Ooh. we're trying to record the episodes. Well, we tried to do that originally, but we were having technical difficulties. So we are trying again. Hopefully it works out this time. And if it doesn't, I'm just pulling the trigger and buying a camcorder. So I apologize to all of our Instagram followers because I'm going to be pumping Instagram reels. I'm going to be pumping TikToks of the podcast. I hate social media more than probably anyone out there, but you got to do what you got to do. I mean, you've... So for the listeners, this is Logan speaking, by the way. We've heard some... We've gotten some feedback that it's very difficult to differentiate between our voices on the on the pod. So... We'll, we'll try and use our names more. Um, but I, this was actually surprising to me because I feel like we have very different voices, but I digress. Anyways, um, wh- what was I saying? Something about social media. Probably. Oh, social media. Yeah. So the Instagram account, you've been you've been pumping some stories. What are they called on Instagram? Yeah, they have Instagram stories. Logan has zero social media, so he has no idea what I'm posting and what I'm doing over on the Instagram yeah, I have a tendency to get texts from some of my friends like, do you know what Sam is posting on the podcast <laughs> account? And I then have to request, you know, either screenshots or I have to text Sam and be like, hey, dude, uh, what'd you put up there? <laughs> I only put up great content. That's all I do. I, most people have said he puts up really funny stuff. So I do get get to see the funny ones. And um, yeah. It's been good. At the end of the day, I just post stuff that makes me laugh. I don't really care if anyone else likes it. I kind of enjoy it. So I actually, there's this meme going around of this guy that's like, oh God, what does he say? Hang on, give me one second. Oh yeah. He's like in a supermarket or something and he's going up to a guy and he's like, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. And I made a reel where it says when we try to crack jokes on a date and then it's a guy saying, oh, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. It's got like 30,000 views right now. Wait, what? Yeah, I'll show you it later. Like that video alone has 30,000 views. And every other day I'm like getting all these random likes from it. I'm like, this is this is very interesting, so to say. Hmm. hmm. Now, if some of those people transferred over to listens, that would be even better. But we're going to have to start asking them to, you know, yeah, just yeah. You know, get in the comments feed and. Hey, fellas, I've heard a disco in front of the podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast. That's why it's in the name. Come give us some lessons. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that. But, um, yeah, like, share, follow, do whatever you want. It's your world. We're living in it. Yeah, I would say that's true. Now, before we really get into the episode, it has been kind of an interesting couple weeks. I don't know from your perspective, Logan, but, like, there's been some weird energy in the air all around. It, yeah, no, I agree. It's been a weird couple of weeks because, yeah. I was yeah. telling Logan that it's because Mer- oh, just botched that. Mercury is in retrograde. I was trying to explain this to someone the other day and I, I didn't really know how to explain it other than that Mercury is in retrograde and weird stuff is happening. Someone said that Mercury is in retrograde. I don't know what that means, but I'm rolling with it in terms of why everything has been kind of weird lately. Where did we find that again? I think I just brought it up one day because I've seen it pop up in the past. Like random people on social media will be like, oh, that makes so much sense because Mercury's in retrograde. Oh, my God. Like I need Mercury to get out of retrograde or whatever, which Mercury is out of retrograde and things have only gotten weirder. So 
I don't know. That's bad. That's bad signs. We might have to do a podcast just on cosmetology. Is that what it is? Is that like the horoscope stuff? Yeah. Or cosmetology might be... I get that confused with like cosmetics. <laughs> they kind <laughs> no, of... No, I think you're right though. They kind of go hand in hand if that's the case. You know, a lot of those like makeup artists and stuff, they're very into the astrology and stuff like that, so... Yeah, I mean, this is all going right over my head. So, anyways, really sure. we might have to do an episode on astrology, star signs, and whatever. I was talking to this one girl way back in the day, and they saw on Snapchat that my birthday happened, and my birthday happens to be in July. And they're like, "Oh my God, you're a Cancer! That makes so much sense." And I'm talking to this person. I'm like, "What does that even mean? Is that an insult? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't know." I'm just gonna lay it out there. I cannot stand this horoscope stuff. I mean, come on. It's like, I just start reading it in my head. I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. I just, I can't do it. I don't buy it. I'm not there for it. I don't even, I'm a Gemini. Yeah, I think you're a Gemini. Yeah, Yeah. I don't even know what a Gemini is. But it says a lot about me, apparently, so. Yeah, yeah. I guess, too, a big thing on dating apps right now, you got to stay away from girls that ask what time you were born. Because I guess they use that to look at a birth chart or whatever. I was born at 4.23 p.m., by the way, if anyone's curious. If you want to look into how that aligns with the stars, let me know. This is all news to me. I don't know what time I was born. I feel like in the morning, but yikes, I don't know. My mom said I was born during Oprah. And my dad's first question after I came out was, where's the TV remote? So. There we go. Hot start. Is your dad a big Oprah guy? I don't think so. I think he was just trying to find something on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get more into that. Anything other than dealing with Sam, probably. Yeah, yeah, you know. Smart man. So, anyways, yeah, the past couple of weeks have been really weird, at least on my end. I feel like there's been a whole lot of bad energy all around. Yeah, well, we're going to get into what we've been up to the past couple of weeks, but I came down with like a cold or like a sinus infection or something. And then I was exhausted for like a week. And then I was still exhausted last week. I I don't know what's up, but I'm starting to feel like I'm back. So it was, it was, it was weird though. It was like a little time warp. I I have been like just dealing with so many negative people lately. And I am a very, I'd like to think I'm a very kind person and I hold my tongue a lot, but I'm so close to just ripping into these people. Like these people have so many first world problems. I'm like, why does this stuff bother you? And why are you putting these problems onto me? Because I do not care. I literally don't care anymore. People like, I don't want to hear about your stupid issues. Like people got real problems out there. Like be, be thankful. Those are your problems. (laughs) I love this. I I love when, when Sam gets fired up, you know, it's something good because he's, he's typically a very, you know, well-tempered guy, you know, not, no, not too high, not too low, you know, very polite. And then when the kid gets running hot, I mean, stay out of his way. I'm just going to leave it at that for right now because I could just keep on going. But I mean, some of these people are acting like children and that's a disservice to children because children act so much better than some of these adults have been behaving. I mean, I'm not a dramatic person. I hate drama. So I like don't try to like egg these people on or whatever, but I am so close to just letting it loose and just letting these people know what's up. You know what I mean? But I'm not about spreading that negative energy. I don't want to hurt people's feelings because I know if I did, I would hurt some feelings, but I'm not out here trying to do that. I'm trying to make the world a better place. I don't know. Are you, are you sure? We could do a tell them why you mad episode if you want. 
listeners, give us the feedback. Big mad or not? What? <laughs> I'm not following. I'm not really following either. <laughs> I'm the juices are flowing right now. Anyways, there's been a lot of negative energy, but let me tell you, it has made me very thankful for the people that make me laugh, that put me in a good mood. Like one day I was just like have having a rough rough day where people were just like being absolute losers and then like later in the afternoon i was talking to like some of my high school boys and like they're just so much better cheer you know they're cracking jokes and stuff it's like there needs to be more more people like that so yeah i mean there's a time to be serious but at the end of the day we're all just ants in a magnifying glass maybe in a simulation i don't know we'll we'll get more into that another episode. for another day we um Speaking of that, I was just going to say something, but I lost my train of thought. Anyways, if you have these negative people in your circle, I'd recommend finding some more positive people, but that's just me. RIP. Ain't got time for that. Anyways, on to the real content of this episode, because I could go on a tangent forever on that stuff. Maybe, yeah, like, like you said, I'll just go on a rant one episode, just about everything. I would like that. That would be fun. I'm like pretty much the new Larry David, but I'm not funny. Like I just, I'm complaining about all these things that are minor inconveniences, but whatever. Anyways, (laughs) moving on. We, so for this episode, it's going to be titled guys being dudes because the past couple weeks we were just some guys being dudes. Sometimes the guys got to do what the guys got to do. You got to let the boys play. What can I tell you? That's right. That is right. So let's go back like two and a half, three weeks ago. We'll start. We'll do this chronologically. So two and a half, three Mm -hmm. weeks ago. We'll start with Logan. Yeah. So I think this was probably. This must have been this must have been right right after we recorded the last episode. Um, I had a a little weekend trip out to the Midwest uh, for a bachelor party. So, uh, one of the old, old college buddies, um, getting married, shout out to the kid. You know who you are. Yep. You know, you might be listening. Actually, we, it was, it was funny. We got out there, um, and a couple college guys were there and then a couple of, uh, his friends out from the Midwest and it was an interesting group. Very, very different. Let me tell you, Midwest versus East coast. Um, I'm not. I didn't realize what we were rolling into. Um, all great guys, by the way. But, you know, we get out there. It's a bachelor party. You know, it's a bachelor party. There's, you know, we're going to be we're gonna be having fun, enjoying a couple beverages, doing our thing. Uh, there was casino on tap. There was uh, some money matches playing mini golf. You know, there were water parks, which was we'll get into that later. Um but anyways, so we get out there and all of us guys from the East Coast are, you know, we're like pretty much all around our mid-20s. And I don't think anyone out here is close to uh, throwing a ring on someone's finger. <laughs> and anyways, out there, they do it a bit different. We get out there. I would say probably half of the guys were married. I think one or two of them had kids same age group as us. And I was like, wow, this is a very, very different place. So interesting start. Mm, Very interesting. But we actually, I, so one of our, one of our college buddies actually on the plane ride over, he had uh, an issue where he realized that none of his songs were downloaded to his phone 
um, right before he got on the plane. And so he had to make a, you know, because you go on airplane mode and all of a sudden you can't access anything. And uh, so he elected to download the most recent episode of Disco Inferno, the podcast, which was the episode with um, our dear friends Petra and Summer. Great choice. Great choice. Yeah, this was a great move. And, and so we showed up. Uh, he was on my flight. So I met him out there in the Midwest and um, he looked at me and he was like, that last episode was incredible. <laughs> he was like, I was on the plane and I was actually just cracking up the whole time. And I was like, listen, that's exactly what we're looking for. We're just looking to give the people something to laugh at, cheer them up for the day, you know, whatever it takes. Obviously, we're not too serious on this thing. Um or just, you know, looking to share. And I'm glad that we did that for him. So anyways, this brought up the topic of the whole double dating experience. Um, what the hell we're doing. Um, so I then had to explain to all the Midwest guys what exactly we were doing. And they were very intrigued, as most people are. The whole double dating concept really... Most people I've talked to are like, wow, that sounds fun. We should try that. Um, unless they're in relationships and obviously it's kind of off the table, but anyways, I started, I get, I had to explain the whole podcast, you know, how we got into it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so that was, that was, that was a pretty interesting start to the trip. Um, how are, how are we planning on doing this? Should I just kind of like roll through key, key moments? Like, yeah, just start ripping into it. Whatever you think is notable, send it. All right. So I'll kind of just give you the overview. Um, you got to remember, it's a bachelor party. Is this your first bachelor party? This is my first bachelor party. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one I've been to. I've never been on one, so. I mean, the last wedding I went to was when I was like three, and I think it was my aunt and my uncle. It's been a long time. Um, but yeah, so didn't really know what to expect, but I mean, it's a bunch of bunch of the old college buddies, um, so great to see them all again. Uh, most of them are from the East Coast, but a couple of them across the board. Um, so we're catching up with them. And of course we get there and we actually had a, um, we flew into Milwaukee and then we had to drive probably an hour and a half, two hours, uh, to get out to the one and only Wisconsin Dells, which I had never heard of until this trip, but apparently the water park capital of the world. Huh. Interesting. I, when you told me that you were going out to this bachelor party in the middle of the Wisconsin Dells, immediately I thought to myself, I don't know what could happen in the Wisconsin Dells, but more power to you. Like, hopefully you can have a memorable trip. Hopefully you can get after it, but I have no idea what you might be doing. Are you going to go milk some cows? Are you going to yeah. go uh, ride some Harley cows, Davidsons? I don't I, true, true. There's lots of options out there. Yeah. I mean- You've got the old, I guess, Miller Park. They changed the name on it, I think, but, you know. Lame. You've got that. Harley's out there. It, it's a very interesting city, actually. I kind of like driving through it and kind of looking at the like the businesses that are around there. A uh, little, I- <laughs> little bit different than Boston. Looks different than Boston. Um, cool city, though. I got lost in the sketch of Milwaukee at one point in time when back when, when I was like 10 with my mom. Wow. We'll get to that another time. Yeah. But was, I have not heard about that. Yeah. I forgot about it, but continue. Um, yeah, so I guess, so we hopped in the cars to drive out to the Dells and of course we had to make a stop on the way to pick up some beverages and I went with my old reliable, um, in college, I I was a huge fan of the Bush Lights. Um, and by in college, I mean, starting in college and still to this day, 
greatest light beer of all time. Shout out to the Bush Lattes. Latte gang. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And so they actually, I'm going to bring this up because I just saw a funny TikTok about it. Um, right now, Bush is doing the uh, For the Farmers cans. And I think actually, I think Barstool might have posted something about it. Um, there's like the the Farmers packs, which is like a steak. And then it's got like two of these Bush lights and like a like pre-packaged <laughs> like wrap up thing that they're selling. It's incredible. <laughs> Um, but anyways, I was all over the, for the farmer's cans and I didn't know they were like a big thing at that time. Um, but I wasn't driving, so we just started cracking them cracking them in the back of the car. And, um, you know, sometimes like for me, especially I'm not like a, I'm not like a, a huge drinker, like go out, like party, get really riled up kind of guy. Like I like to have a couple enjoy myself, you know, and then, you know, if it hits like 11 PM and I'm like, all right, I'll go to bed. Um, but I tell you what, they were, they were flowing, mm. which was good. Cause it was a bachelor party. And, uh, so we were, we were, we were a couple in by the time we got there and we were staying at this, it was a huge house. It was like, I think there were 13 or 14 of us and like, there were beds that were not used. It was a big place. Um, but it was perfect for the bachelor party. So they had a nice backyard spot. We got the lawn games out. We were just drinking, playing yard games. I was playing some cornhole. I actually think we got smoked. A um, couple good players out there. Meat and potatoes diet over in the Midwest. You can't count them out. I mean, I guess there's something to be said for it, right? Oh, yeah. How about the brats out there? I'm not a sausage guy. They're very good. Very good. Anyways. I'll take your word on that. I actually didn't have any on this trip. I was out a different time and we went to a place that sold brats and they were incredible. But anyways, um, so the house was actually right on a golf course. We weren't playing any golf because um, not all the guys in the group played and uh, it was just like a timing thing. Um, but anyways, once the course cleared out, you know, 7.30, 8 p.m. golden hour out there, mm. we would slide out and we we made teams. We were... We were doing a draft for which clubs you get. So each team ended up with like, you know, something from like a four iron to a driver. Everyone got like a mid iron and then people had like a wedge putter was off the table. No putters. And we were playing like hole by hole matches. And actually at this point I was, I was, I was well on my way to uh, quite an evening. And I had a shot from like 170 yards. If you're not a golfer, you're probably not going to follow this, but I had like an eight iron. I would have had to hit it pretty hard to get all the way back there. And I I hit it pretty hard, but I hit about eight inches behind the ball. And <laughs> that was kind of that. So <laughs> it was safe to say we were plenty of drinks in at that point. Did and, you have any uh, money on the line? Fortunately, no, because I would have cost my team hmm. big time. You got to understand about some of the people that went on this trip. They like to throw money around. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. And so, of course, we did the golf thing and then classic, we did, classic. we had some burgers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're all hanging out. We finally roll into some drinking games. At this point, it was probably, probably around like midnight and me and two of the other guys, um, two of the other college guys from the East Coast, they looked at me and they were like, we're thinking we might slide out to the casino. What do you mm. say? And of course, I'm like, we're at a bachelor party. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, and yeah, you have to. 
So the plan was for the whole group to go to the casino on Saturday night. It's still Friday night. And we're like, the three of us just like ducked out. So only the three of us went. And this casino, an incredible name, Ho-Chunk Gaming Casino. Ooh. Ho-Chunk. I've never heard anything like it. But anyways, it was a pretty small casino. So there was only a handful of blackjack tables. Was it a beacon of hope? No, nothing is like the beacon of hope that we have out here. Um, but anyways, a casino nonetheless, a great place to lose your money if you're looking to uh, just shell it out. And so we go in there, the three of us, hardly any tables at the blackjack table or any spots open. I should say at the blackjack tables. I usually only play blackjack when I go. Um, but I didn't feel like waiting. And of course, I said, all right, well, then we can give it a run at the slots. People. Do not use the slot machines. I I lost like a quick 60 bucks, like on like not many spins. It probably took me 10 minutes and I was like, I hate slot machines. We're done with this. And then we went back to the the blackjack table where our good friend, uh, we should use a alternative name. You got any alternative names? Which which one are we talking about? Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Number top name on the board over there. Okay. Um, we'll call him Ski Patrol. Ski Patrol. Excellent. Okay. So Ski Patrol was a smart man to an extent. Was not using the slot machines. He said, I'm going to camp it out and wait for the blackjack table to open. Me and the uh, the other guy finally find him after we lost money on the slots and we go over and he is now knee deep at the blackjack table. Just, just getting after it. I mean, this kid, Sam can vouch. This kid likes to throw around money. This is ski patrols, natural habitat. I mean, he thrives in this environment. We need to get ski patrol on here because one, he's a great human being. He is. Two, he's like one of the funniest human beings I've ever met. Yep. And three, I guarantee he remembers nothing about this experience. Uh, y- yes and no. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah. All right. Anyways, this is this is like any other normal Thursday night. Exactly. I mean, Ski Patrol is the man. I was telling Sam, I was like, this trip would have been a great trip. No Ski Patrol. Like we would have had a blast. Ski Patrol brings this trip to, like, the stratosphere. Oh, yeah. I want Ski Patrol at every single event my entire life because he's just that type of guy. Yeah, he's honestly, he's he's awesome. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting. You might be thinking to yourself, like, this is, like, some super outgoing guy or something like that. He's very low back, very, or laid back, very low key. Like, yep. he's, he's sneaky, but he is the man. So funny. Anyways, so we catch up and he's he's at the table. And I, most people, so for a frame of reference here, the Beacon of Hope out here in Boston, Encore, the casino, they have what what are you the the normal table minimums on a Friday or Saturday night are 50, right? $50, yep. Which is that's that's a pretty big hand, okay? You got to be you got to be walking in there with cash if you're looking to stay there for more than three hands. Oh, yeah, for sure. And out there, things are a bit different. Um, it was $5 a hand, I think, or maybe 10 Regardless, 
very small minim- table minimums, which is like the minimum bet you have to put up if uh, if you're not familiar with gambling, which is probably a good thing. So <laughs> um, keep keep to that. But anyways, so most people on the table are out there putting down not too much cash. Okay. By the time we got over there, he was probably actually night one. He ski patrol was down. He was down on his luck. Not a good start. But of course, the friendly casino people make the ATM very accessible for you. And so there was already a trip to the the ATM, which is not good. You never want to be going back to the ATM. Like if you're going to the casino, hopefully you're not a gambler. If you are, pick what you're going to go in with. Don't go back to the ATM. Okay. Those are the rules. You got to know. It'll be good for you. No one to fold them, no one to hold them. That's right. And anyways, Ski Patrol does not play by those rules. Um, he, he He does what he wants to. And so he went back to the ATM, gets back on the table, and things start getting heated up. Oh, baby. I mean, the kid starts getting hot. He's just laying them down. I mean, most people are out there betting $10 a hand. He's got $50, $100 a hand going. And he like like throwing it around like it's nothing. There's the pit bosses that are behind. They The pit bosses are essentially the, they're like the managers, essentially. You've got the dealers at the table. And then the pit bosses, you can actually add more color on the yeah, side. Yeah, they are pretty much there to make sure everyone is following the rules, making sure that there's no suspicious activity, um, making sure you know no one's giving the dealers a hard time or making sure the dealers, pretty much they're keeping a track of all the cash that's going in and out. That's kind of like their main goal. Right. Casinos, if you didn't know, they very much like money. And if you are trying to cheat them by counting cards or pulling a fast one with the dealer, they are going to be all over you. They've got cameras on you. They, I mean, it's it's like it's like if you ever watch the Oceans movies, you know, when they're like in the yeah. casino and you see like they've got a billion cameras everywhere. That's like that's like a real thing. Oh yeah, they got facial recognition. They got all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Anyways, we've got like two pit bosses just eyeing him. Like like they are just pacing back and forth behind the table. I don't know how frequently they see people throw money around like he was thrown. I mean, at this point, he was way down early. He's probably back to even and he's throwing, I mean, the the minimum bets he's, or not the minimums, but the bets he's putting down are just like increasing as the night goes on. And so now he's, I mean, there were probably some $200 hands thrown down. And I'm sitting there like, just just as a frame of reference, it's not like Ski Patrol is, you know, working some, you know, bougie high-end job where he's just raking it in and like i mean i i don't know his financial situation but he's he's still in school you know working side hustle jobs so you know it's i i don't think this is just like you know (laughs) whatever money but um the kid likes to play fun coupons fun yeah you know money isn't everything people forget that but anyways We've got the pit bosses on us. They're like looking like what I think one, they were like, is this real? And then two, they were like, you know, this is incredible. Like, I think part partially, I think they were sitting there like, we need to make sure this kid isn't like pulling a fast one on us. And the other was like, wow, this is awesome. I I don't get to see this every night. Um, And so sure enough, uh, he he left the night up 
a pretty good chunk of change. Um, so very successful night for him. I did not fare that well. I was I was down. Um, but regardless, we we headed out of there, and um, one of the jokes. I mean, it's a bachelor party, right? So there were some jokes about going to some some gentlemen's clubs, mm. and I don't know if you know the Wisconsin Dells, but I don't imagine that the gentlemen's clubs out there are um, of the highest caliber. We should say. You don't think? Well, you know, I I personally, am, hey, I've never been to a gentleman's club, so <laughs> I I really cannot attest. I, I Neither just, have I, so I don't know what what anything is like in that whole world. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty out of my element to even be considering a gentleman's club. Uh, but regardless, we're in the Uber on the way home, and a couple of the others were were more intrigued in the gentleman's club idea. You know, I was probably inebriated enough to think that it might not be the worst idea. <laughs> um, but we weren't going to go Friday night, but we decided we would ask the the local Uber driver what the uh, what the inside scoop was. What's the move? Exactly. And so you can look it up. There's this place called Cruisin' Chubbies. Tell me that's not a sweet name. When Logan and another one of the kids that went on the bachelor party... I was in a group chat with them because the other kid was like, Sam, you got to get Logan to go here. And I'm like, what is it? He sends me cruising chubbies. I mean, I'm just not even going to dive into it aside from the fact that that is such a wild name and I am not surprised one bit. An absolutely incredible name for a gentleman's club. Look up the place too because it's pretty much like a log cabin in the Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> I don't think that place has been updated since the 1980s. It looks it looks like Cruise and Chubbies, if I had to imagine what a Cruise and Chubbies would look like. Exactly what you would expect. And let me tell you, I think it brings in a crowd. Um, Yeah. And so we start asking about Cruise and Chubbies, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Uber driver... Just hot on the chase. She's like, are you guys here for a bachelor party? And we were like, you bet we are. And she goes, oh, this is a classic spot for bachelor parties. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And she starts telling us, um, I think there's two two kind of like competing gentlemen's clubs in the area. Uh, the, uh, the name of the other one is escaping me. But regardless, she actually... She said if we were going to go, that Cruise and Chubby's was, was the one to go to. The uh, the other gentleman's club in the area, um, <laughs> she started off by saying that uh, she was joking and she said that she she's picked up some people from there and they were telling her on the way back that you don't even need dollar bills there. You can just bring change. And let me tell you, <laughs> wow. I mean, I was sitting in the back of this Uber and I was like, head in my hands. I was like, oh boy, that Hail, is... Hailstorm in the club, baby. Yikes. Um, anyway, this, you know, I thought that was enough, but she then proceeded. She actually once picked up a man from this, from this gentleman's club. It was him and a group of his buddies. And this guy had broken a rib. Because one of the workers, uh, the strippers, yes, I, I don't know if she tripped and fell on him. I don't know what happened, but somehow she landed on him and this man broke his rib from, from being at the gentleman's club. I don't know if he was getting, I, 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 
I don't know. But this is what the Uber driver tells us. She said they got their money back. Oh, um, they did. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy's walking out with a broken rib. I mean, we're talking I think man that, down. I think that's a time well spent. I think so. I mean, listen, if nothing else, coming out of there with a story, right? Anything can go in the Wisconsin Dells. Uh, you, you got that right. And uh, anyways, so I'm, I might have to go and find out what the name of this other place was. But based on those stories, yes, Cruise and Chubbies was the gentleman's club of choice in the in the area. Um, and the boys remembered that for, for uh, future endeavors, which we'll get to later. Anyways, <coughs> oh, that... Boy. That was the wrap-up of night one. Um, we got back. I'm actually not sure if everyone... I mean, it was late when we got back. Because we left at probably 12.30. 12, 12.30, maybe 1 in the morning. We were there for at the casino for a couple hours. So the, the three of us got back. Um, and then I, there was word on the street that maybe people were playing golf at night on the course. I, I'm, I don't know. They might have been like on one of the greens putting around, but most of the house was quiet. I fell right asleep. Um, and I had actually, I thought it was allergies. Uh, this was my, this was the worst part of the trip. And I mentioned earlier that I came down with some sort of cold slash sinus infection. This is where it started hitting me. It hit me like that night. And so we had been outside and I was like, there must be something weird with like the pollen out here. I get seasonal allergy allergies and so my nose had started running and I was like, this stinks. And I was just taking a bunch of allergy meds trying to get better. And then on Saturday when the allergy meds did zero help and I was feeling even worse, I was like, oh, this might be more than just allergies. Um, That's the worst when that happens. Yeah. And horrible timing, too. I felt bad because like I, I didn't really know what I had. And I, now I'm at a bachelor party. Of course, it's like we're coming out of COVID and like I, I did not have COVID, but. Anytime people are sick now, people are like hypersensitive. And I was like, one, I don't want to ruin the fun at the bachelor party, like being like tired and sick or whatever. And then, you know, the other thing, too, is I don't want to scare people and think like, you know, whatever. Kind of a mess. But anyways, we run it back for day two. I get some cold meds. I'm trying to basically get myself back in the game. And... We were hanging out during the day. You know, it was kind of late morning. People were people were recovering, et cetera, et cetera. We go out. We play some some mini golf, money matches. Um, those were pretty fun, but nothing nothing um, too exciting to report there. And then we get to the water park. Remember, this is the water park capital of of the country or world. I don't know. There's like a ton of water parks in like a ten square mile radius, and it's like bananas outdoors indoors we drove by some building that was like there was like um transformers outside <laughs> and it was like the the building was like leaning over and it was like all the it was it was pretty interesting anyways so we go to the water park i am like completely congested i can't breathe through my nose I'm not feeling that good, but again, I'm trying to be a trooper, do it for the boys. We're all there to have a good time. I'm there to have a good time. I'm not going to let, you know, some cold hold me back. And so we get out there 
And of course the boys are like, all right, let's hit the water slides. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I actually do like water slides. I don't love them, but um, definitely up for them. But when you can't breathe through your nose, you know, I was like, I hope these are pretty quick slides because like if you've ever been in, especially the body slides, you know, if you're on one of the tube ones, you're, you're fine. There's not too much water spraying in your face, but if you're on the body slides, there's like water spraying everywhere and like sometimes coming down on top of you. And like, if you're breathing through your mouth, you're just going to be inhaling water. But like, so I think you usually like breathe through your nose and that way, like you don't get as much water. Trust me. You still get tons of water into your entire ear, nose, throat area. Right. And, but I think it's way, it's, it's definitely not as bad when like it's going like through your nose or you can like breathe through your nose and your mouth. So it's like, you know, you've got, you've got options there. I did not have options. And so we go up to the first slide and it's like all the way at the top. You know, we, we climb stairs for like five minutes to get up there. And I'm like looking at the guys and like, have you guys been on this one? They're like, no, no, not this one yet. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And I was like, how long do you think it is? They were like, I don't know, probably like five, 10 seconds. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I could hold my breath for that long if I needed to right now, if I can't like get down the slide without breathing through my mouth. And sure enough, this slide was way longer than 10 seconds. I mean, this much, this was the longest slide I went on all day. <laughs> and it was one of the body slides indoors, pitch black. I can't see anything. And I hop in there. I can't breathe at all. I take like a big gulp of air and I send it. I was in there for like, I swear it was, it was definitely felt way longer because it was like, it was so bad. I was trying to breathe through my ne- mouth. But there was like water splashing down on top of me and like spraying up as I went down the slide. So every time I tried to breathe in, I was just inhaling water and I couldn't breathe through my nose. So then I was trying to hold my breath and I was just hoping for the slide to end so I could take a breath of fresh air. And it just kept going and it was turning. And then there was like this drop in the middle. I've never been through water torture, which is a very good thing. This if I had to imagine some semblance of what it's like, this is like what waterboarding would be like. I mean, it was horrible. <laughs> I got to the end of the slide and I was like, oh my God, I don't think I can do any of those again. And so that was kind of the, I, after that, I thought the water park was going to stink for me. But then we hit some shorter slides, some of the tube slides, and we actually ended up having a great time. So that was good. But the whole congested in a body slide that was like 30 seconds long was not good for me. Um, but yeah, just like that, we rolled into Saturday night. Um, which was casino night. So we went out, got some dinner and then all the boys got ready and hit the casino round two, baby round two. Don't forget ski patrol is up. He comes walking out of his door to get ready for the casino, dressed to the nines. We're all wearing, you know, people wearing like golf polos, you know, some people wearing pants. I mean, he was looking sharp. What was he wearing? You got to give us the right He's got on these like fresh navy pants and a white collared shirt. Ooh. I mean, and it was like, it was like, he was tucked in belt. I mean, this guy. He came to play. he, He was ready to go. He was ready to go. Look good, feel good, play good. Exactly. You know, I have changed that phrase actually for my golf game in particular. And the phrase for me is look good or play good. And I choose look good every time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I agree. That's irrelevant to the conversation, but I just want to make it known. He's looking sharp. This kid was looking good. And after being up, I'm sure he was ready to wheel it around for night two. Oh, yeah. And so, of course, the gang shows up to the casino. The one and only Ho-Chunk. Ho-Chunk. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And so we get going. Kind of kind of same thing as Friday night where smaller casino, the tables are packed. You know, no one could get a spot at the blackjack table. All of us, except for Ski Patrol, start kind of perusing the... They had like a bunch of the electronic games. Um, there was like an electronic roulette. There was... Uh, there was a craps game. Most people were on the roulette though. And it was actually kind of cool. There was like spots all around. So we've got probably four or five guys sitting down playing roulette. I'm watching them. I was already down the night before and I felt awful because I was still sick. So I really wasn't like in that big a mood to gamble. Um, I brought some cash with me just in case, you know, always, always gotta, always gotta have the just in case funds. But, um, yeah, so Ski Patrol, we could see him from across the casino. I mean, he was just pacing up and down the side of the, the blackjack tables, waiting for a spot to open up. I mean, he was ready to rip. And sure enough, I get caught up watching the guys play roulette and stuff. And then we get the word. Ski Patrol's back on the table. Oh, baby, let's go. And of course, everyone drops what they're doing. It's time to go watch Ski Patrol. I get over there. He had probably been at the on. A, he had probably been at the table for like half hour, forty five minutes. Um, the bachelor was also at the table right mm-hmm. next to him. Um, so they got lucky. Got side by side seats, um, and you know they're doing their thing. You know, not much to report this early on. People at some went in some hands, losing some others. By the time I got there, though, the bachelor he he had been catching some losing hands, um, and he was like, you know what. I'm tapping out. I've had enough of this. Um, this is a smart man, by the way. Yeah. You know, if, if we're talking about prudent men in this world, he's one of them. He's one of them. He, he can, you know, he's not impulsive. He goes to the casino. He says, here are my spending funds. Once they're out, they're out. We do not make the ATM run. And he sticks to that. So, you know, I respect this kid a lot. Um, but anyways, so the spot opens up at the table. And everyone's kind of looking like, did anyone want it? Anyone want it? And they're like, Logan, you want it? And I was like, you know what? Sure. You can't pass up on these opportunities. That's right. You just can't. It's just there. You know, going forward, if I ever get a chance to sit at the, the table next to Ski Patrol, I'm taking that chance every single time. Okay. Wow. And so I'm like, you know, I, I play every now and then I don't, I don't go to the casino a lot. Um, you know, I generally know what the right plays are, you know, when to hit, when to, when to stay, et cetera, et cetera. I'm mostly just there for the fun of it. If I, if I get some winning hands, awesome. If I lose them, you know, whatever, not the end of the world. And so we sit down or I sit down next to ski patrol. Remember this was the spot I sat down to was a, a cold slot. Losing man just got off the table. You know, the odds are the odds, though. It happens. I sit down. And all of a sudden, the table starts getting hot. I mean, this is just one of those times when, like, 
I really expect nothing when it comes to gambling because I just, you, you know, the odds are not in your favor. So like, I just, I look as it, at it as like a, here's like, you're paying for the entertainment. You're not, you're not supposed to come out of there with the cash. Right. But we start catching some winning hands. Okay. And all of a sudden the stack of 20, the, the stack of the $25 chips starts piling up at the one and only ski patrol. Oh yeah. That's what I like to hear. And I'm winning too, but mind you, you know, I, I'm betting like the table minimums, maybe $10, $15 a hand. I mean, Ski Patrol was outsizing my bets by like just, I mean, there were some hands where I think I was outsized by 20 times. <laughs> and of course, there's like, uh, it, it's just, it's chaos. All right. And, you know, now we've got a couple guys at the table that have been there for a while. Everyone's talking, you know. Everyone's there hoping everyone wins. You know, people are dealt like a face card. You're like, come on, give them the ace, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And anyways, the table starts getting hot. I probably, I had like double, I was probably up two times my original money, maybe two and a half, which is, that's good. That's good. That's great for the casino. Yeah. And I'm, I'm digging myself out of the hole, right? From the night before. Now, Ski Patrol, I mean, he's sitting there with, He's sitting there with stat. I mean, to put in perspective, the dealer asked him if he could trade in some of his 25 chips for the $100 chips because the dealer was out of the 25s. No one else at the table was betting 25s. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever been in the blackjack table. They've got a lot of chips in front of them, those dealers. He had a lot of chips in front of him. That's a lot of 25s. Exactly. Sam. Have you told them about your, uh, I think you did, right? I've briefly told them here and there. Anyways, I, I'll go more about this in another episode, but I know all the ins and outs of blackjack right now. So one little stack of 25s, that is equal to about, that's like 500 bucks. I'm doing the math in my head real quick. Typically, you got at least $5,000 in 25s at the table at all times, typically from the dealer point of view. Yeah. So anyways, a lot of chips in front of him. And at this point, I mean, I, we had been on the, I had been on the table now for probably at least an hour and a half. Okay. So we'd been there a while. It was a slow grind and the other guys were getting ready to leave. And so a bunch of them went back to the house and then a select grouping elected to take the uber driver from the night before's advice and head off to the one and only cruising chubbies now you know i don't know whether or not i would have gone but at the time i was hot on the blackjack table with ski patrol and it was ride or die at that point i was not leaving the table without ski patrol and ski patrol was let me tell you he was not phased by cruising chubbies he was he he was he was there for business, not pleasure. He was locked in. Yeah. Business, not pleasure. Like we said, he came dressed to the nines, ready to play. Exactly. There was no he was a professional in a professional setting. Exactly. Not phased by any of the nonsense going on around him. He was eyes on the prize. Let's get after it. And sure enough, so those boys head out. Now there's just three of us left at the casino. Ski Patrol and myself still on the table, hammering away. I actually started catching some losing hands. 
ended up leaving the night. I think I doubled my money that day. Still didn't make back everything on the trip. But finally, I mean, th- at this point, we had been at the table for like two, two and a half hours. And I was like, all right, like, let's keep it draw. <laughs> I got to tap out. Dude. <laughs> and so I get up from the table. Ski Patrol had also caught kind of a, kind of, he had also been on a cold streak. His, his stack was not quite as tall as it was at one point, which is how it goes in the casino. You know, you go up, you go down. It, it, it changes over time. And, uh, the, the other guy that had stayed with us sat down at the table. Ski Patrol gave him a little, uh, a little funding, um, we should say, because he, you know, although his stack had gone down, he was still, he was still wheeling some chips in front of him. And so this other guy gets at the table, actually starts starts getting hot, was able to pay back the original funding, and then made back all the money he had previously lost in the night. All power to him. Good wow. for the kid. Yeah, that's big. You love to see that. Yeah, that, that's that's good team. That's good team morale right there. Um, and then finally things wrapped up. We got ready to get out of there. Ski Patrol ended up up quite a bit. I mean, he he nearly he probably made back pretty much like the cost of the trip, which that's pretty good. Um, and yeah, so key takeaways, ski patrol is an absolute animal. I had a lot of fun next to him on the blackjack table. And if I ever get the chance again, you know, I'll do it. Well, what happened to the guys that went to cruise and chubbies? Do we know? I know. Uh, I heard, I heard, I heard some about it the next morning. They said that cruising chubbies was actually an absolute blast. <laughs> um, they were, I believe they were actually impressed with the local talent. Shout out to cruising chubbies. Interesting. Um, they had a blast. I think they said it was absolutely mobbed. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And this was like late. I guess gentlemen's clubs probably do run pretty late, but. Um, yeah, no, they, they, they had a great time. One of them came back with a souvenir shirt. It's an incredible shirt. Um, you know, support your local gentleman's club mm-hmm. and You're supporting um, the local economy. Yeah. So I, I don't really have too much of the inside scoop, but you know, from what I heard, I think it had like a 3.7 star rev- like rating on, on Google. And I think it held that rating or exceeded that rating for them that evening. So good for them. Good for yeah. them. So I, I think they enjoyed it. Um, and that, I mean, that pretty much wraps up, uh, that pretty much wraps up. We did a lot of Rattlin' Bog. Have you heard of the Rattlin' Bog? No, I have no idea what that is. Um, it, so it's a song actually. Oh yeah. You told me yeah, about yeah. this. And yeah. so similar to, if anyone knows the Thunderstruck drinking game, it's, you just have to, it, it's in a, everyone stands in a circle and you play Thunderstruck by ACDC and every time. Oh, so every time they say Thunderstruck, a new person starts drinking and they have to keep chugging until they say Thunderstruck another time. And there are some extensive chugging periods in that song. Similar theme with Rattlin' Bog. Um, I actually like Rattlin' Bog way better. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We were all like, it, there's a there's a better beat to it. So everyone's like yelling the like. Is it like a Euro beat or something? it's something like that um and everyone's like you know like stomping to the to like the beat of the song and like yelling out the words as like one person's chugging um a lot of fun we were playing it at like three four in the morning a bunch of people were asleep they were probably pissed (laughs) um 
But that happened when we got back from the casino. Great time. I don't know how I powered through with the cold, but we made it pretty late. I, I think that's probably why I was like out of just out of commission for the next like week and a half. But um, anyways, we had a blast of a trip. Guys being dudes for sure. Um, honestly, pretty well behaved for a bachelor party, I would say. But we had a great time. Great stories to come from it. And um, yeah, so that that was kind of that. It's a shame that I was not able to attend because it sounded like a lot of fun, but it also sounded like a lot of the guys got sick after the fact. So, yeah, that was kind of my fault, <laughs> and I feel really bad about it. But it was still a great time. Uh, yeah, a couple guys came down with the cold that I had, um, but I think everyone has recovered at this point, and you know, life goes on. You know what the good news is? The wedding is coming up. Ooh, baby! And we're both going to the wedding. Now the wedding is not in the Dells, so cruising chubbies is off the table. But that's a that's a real shame. But I think I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think that's something that you and I are fine doing without. You yeah, know? yeah. But maybe for a comfort challenge, you know, I do this for the people. Like I said, if you want the content, I'll make the content. Easy, what you wish for. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, I had quite a good time following that but to be quite honest i need like a five minute break because my neck is killing me so you know what's going to happen guys being dudes is officially going to be two episodes this actually went ran a lot longer i didn't think i was going to be able to talk (laughs) for that long about the bachelor party but i mean it's your first bachelor party you got to dive into all the specifics oh my god can i share one more thing that i forgot no keep going keep going so this is something actually specific to the podcast um so since we had been talking about the podcast, it happened that Ski Patrol was the gentleman that I had mentioned downloaded the latest episode on the flight to the bachelor party. And on Friday night, unbeknownst to me, we, we had been joking around earlier in the day and he had thrown out, he was like, if, if I find two girls here that want to go on a double date with us, like, will you do it? And, you know, I was like, you know, I'm really... I think I don't think we've shared that with them. We haven't shared any of that. We yet. might have to cut that. I'm going to definitely silence that out. I'm just going to have us blankly talking to the screen. They're going to be like, what is going on? Perfect. Okay. Rewind. And we're back. We, we just dropped some knowledge on you guys that you will find out in probably a few weeks. Yeah. I accidentally shared things that I'm not supposed to share yet. Big, so. big news about the podcast. But anyways, keep going. Moving on, we're back at Ski Patrol. We had been talking, he had listened to the most recent uh, episode with Petra and Summer, was loving the double date idea. We had been joking around early in the day, and he was like, if I can find two girls out here in the Wisconsin Dells of all places that would be willing to go on a double date with us, would you do it? And I said, you know, Ski Patrol, if you can find them, I'm there. And unbeknownst to me he actually pursued the idea this was like in the afternoon when we originally talked about it and we wake up on saturday morning after we had gone to the casino friday night and he goes he's scrolling through his phone he goes oh my god and i was like what and he's like i just got a response from uh i guess last night when we got back i was i was sliding into some instagram dms (laughs) trying to trying to get us a double date and uh he got he called it the most midwestern response he's ever received 
basically he asked this girl at probably 3.30 in the morning <laughs> if she was hanging around the Dells for the weekend and would want to go on a double date uh, and to bring a friend. And she replied in the morning on Saturday that she said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for the offer, but I'm sorry, I was actually here with my boyfriend and we're headed out so I won't be able to make it. And he was like, this has got to be <laughs> the most polite response. I, I, one, I can't believe I got a response. Two, how about these med- Midwesterners, huh? Maybe maybe we're looking in the wrong places here. We might be, you know. There's there's a lot of people out here in the East that are, they're cutthroat, you know. They'll, they'll, they'll talk nice to your face, but when you turn your back around, you better watch out. All regions have their pros and all regions have their cons. That's for sure. Yeah, that, that is definitely true. And these Midwesterners, though, I'll give them credit. They are, most of them are very nice people. They seem authentic to me. Um, I guess I'm not out there enough to truly know, but the couple of guys that I do know from there are of the highest caliber human being. So shout out to them. And that's about all I have to say on the bachelor party. Wow. That sounds like a ton of fun. It was indeed. Aside from being sick, but. Yeah, you know, yeah. honestly, though, we had enough fun where it kind of just overshadowed. It. I went through the Bahamas with Mono. It was still an amazing time. Listen, champions adjust. You have to do what you have to do. You power through. That's that. That's that. All right. We're going to take a five minute break and then I'm going to get on to my story because I had quite the following week, which really ties back into the podcast. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably already know, but you don't know the specifics of what was going on. So get ready. I don't even know the specifics. I asked to get the briefing live on the podcast. So this is going to be great. I can't wait to hear about it. Here we go. Give me five. If you're listening, go to the next episode. We'll dive right into it. Let's go, baby.